It's the Peach Key Podcast. Brad Friends, it's time for a blast. I'm. <laughs> now that you were so close, I'm. <laughs> I, I talk about things because I'm Peach Keen, and I hope you are too when you listen to me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. There it is. <laughs> How, was that okay. good? Sure. That is it. Y- you know, we're we're experiencing the, the 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 shift, the shifting tides of the world. The world is changing so much. We're experiencing so much change. Uh, <laughs> and 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 this change is. This new Dunkin' iced coffee flavor, it's it's uh, Girl Scout Thin Mints. And to start this this uh, podcast episode off, I'm going to open this up and try it out. And then I'm going to rate and review the, <laughs> the taste of this uh, iced coffee. You know, th- there's a lot of iced coffee drinks out there. There's... um. Well, there's Starbucks, except I don't really like those ones. You know, it's okay, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I I do like that the coffee is in glass, but I also think that affects the flavor of the coffee. So like when I, when I take a sip, I'm still trying to open it. When I, when I, when I take a sip of the glass Starbucks sized coffee, it just kind of also tastes like glass. And also, it, it it kind of also tastes like they put a bunch of butter in the coffee. You know what I mean? Like, especially the French vanilla. It just, it doesn't taste like coffee. I don't know what it is. And then, like, the chocolate, the mocha part. I don't know. It tastes like chocolate glass, if that makes sense. I, I hope someone, you know, also believes me when I say that. You know, it's not like my taste buds are, like, completely different from other people's taste buds. You probably taste the same thing and that's what i'm hoping but anyways um that's why i my go-to is usually the duncan iced coffee except you know you really gotta pick the right one so uh, the mocha one is what i like to get you know they there used to be the cookies and cream flavor which was the best flavor but then now it's like not even in in uh, gas stations anymore so i go with the mocha because it's it's good you know the espresso one Ew, vanilla one, ew. The original, did I, wait, did I mention that already? I think I did. I did. The pumpkin spice one, eh. I think they had a peppermint one, but that was pretty good, but. I was at the grocery store. I'm like stocking up with just a little bit because there's a, there's a bit of some snow going on the ground. It's actually not as bad. You know what? I, I, I'm kind of bothered by how, like, they announce snow, and they're always like, oh, it's going to be crazy. But it's always never crazy as what they say. The, first, I was say, I was hearing that it was going to be a foot, and then they were saying it was going to be seven to nine inches, and, you know, it's, it's snowing around here, and, you know, the snow hasn't even affected the roads well i mean well it did you know cars on the highway they get all slippery and and all that stuff and um you know i actually did almost get into a car accident coming back from 
church today. That was interesting. This truck went kind of sideways on the highway um, and was trying to get back onto the road. And so I'm thinking, I'm going like, oh my gosh. And so I'm braking. And then the car in front of me, for some reason, he was braking and then he was going to the grass. But then he like completely stopped, you know, in front of the pa- the, the passing lane. And I'm thinking like, can you, you don't stop, you know? So I zoom past um, and I go about my way and everyone else was braking. I was like, what, you know, he's fine. The truck is fine. Is it common courtesy to stop when a car almost crashes but doesn't? Like, I don't know. Like, I was just wanting to go home. So I just zoomed past. Anyways, wh- where were we? You know, I got to try out this Fit Girl Scout Thin Mints Dunkin' Ice Coffee. It's probably going to be super good. I'm so excited. I'm going to rate and review this. And you know what I should have done? I should have gotten the second one. But I only got one because I wanted to, you know, take it for a little test trial. So here we go. I'm trying to open it up. Here we go. I'm sure, you know, with every good podcast, there has to be some level of ASMR. So here we go. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's very, like, minty. Like, and then there's, like, a, 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 like, a not-so-rich chocolate flavor behind the mint. So, it's okay. You know, I rate it a 6 out of 10. There you go. So, if you ever, if you're ever in the mood for a Dunkin' Iced Coffee Girl Scout Thin Mint flavor... You just you just remind yourself that little old Keen was like, hey, it's a six out of ten. You know, is it worth it? <laughs> Tell me, is it worth it? So, okay. Well, welcome guys to the eighth episode of Peachy Cast, calling the Peachy King Podcast. I hope you're doing well this week. Uh, I'm sure you Chiefs fans and you Buccaneers fans are excited for the Super Bowl. It is official. Eagles did not win the Super Bowl. <laughs> LOL. They actually have a new coach now. See, that's what I was... Because due to the uh, embarrassing loss of the Eagles this year, I was thinking, well, are they going to at least get rid of Carson Wentz? You know, for just, I don't know, getting injured all the time and like not knowing where to throw. I don't know. It's just... And, and it's not like I have... You know, any credit towards any of my of what I'm saying because I've only seen one game this season, and it was the Ravens and the Eagles back in kind of like the beginning part, um, and like the in the the Ravens they caught like three interceptions, and I was so disappointed in the Eagles, and I just kind of like I didn't feel like watching it anymore. You know, I don't know. Is that wrong? <laughs> but. Yeah, it just made me sad. And so I'm thinking like, okay, well, I hope the Eagles do well. And then they didn't. Like, well, it's always always next year. Um, But now this is... So Tom Brady is in the Buccaneers now. It's, you know... And he got them to the Super Bowl. And this is his 10th time going to the Super Bowl. 
which is insane. You know, it's like I, I, you know, gotta give him credit. Like he's a pretty good quarterback for going to the Super Bowl ten times. I'm sure he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame somewhere if he isn't yet. So, anyways, um, and then the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl now, and they were the cheat in the Super Bowl last year, I believe. Um, that was actually a pretty good Super Bowl. I forget. That was the Super Bowl where J Lo was the halftime performer, and that received some backlash. And then the year before, that was, I think the forty wasn't it the Forty Niners that was in the last, the last game that had it. It had like Adam Levine as the halftime show performer, and like it was so boring that he decided to take off his shirt. So that it could be a little less boring, and then you you could hear the females go woo, and then and then it proceeded to get more boring. They they put a bunch of actors, and then, and then remember that was the year that Steven Hillenburg died, the creator of SpongeBob, and then people were petitioning for the halftime show to be SpongeBob with the band, you know, it's the sweet sweet victory, and then like. They they did the beginning part and then it was like Travis Scott. Oh my gosh, I know that was that was pretty cringe. That was a that was a dark day for Super Bowl fans. Um, <laughs> and I think the ratings were really down that year. But this year, I hope it's gonna be good. I mean, listen, it's it's Tom Brady versus the Chiefs. I I'm ex- I'm excited. I hope it's gonna be a good game. Um, and I mean, yeah, Tom Brady will be in it. I remember watching the Eagles versus the Patriots game just with a, with gleam in my eyes. Cause it was such a, a, a moment in history as an Eagles fan. It's like, you know, because the fact that we were in the Super Bowl, but then also going against someone like Tom Brady and winning is like, oh my gosh, like we really did it. And I was so impressed with Nick Foles and like how he was able to, you know, get the ball into those moments where the player can catch him. I don't it was just so impressive. And like and then they just traded Nick Foles off. It's like what are you doing? He won the Super Bowl for you. You gotta at least keep him. I don't know. And then Carson Wentz was out and then he got back in and then he's like Whoop. And then he like got injured. Did he get injured around the Super Bowl year? It was either that or he just didn't, like, do very well. I don't know. You got to have a good quarterback. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback. I'm sure he's good. I I haven't seen him, like, in action a lot, though. I, like, when I see him, I'm usually thinking, like, that was good. But, like, there's no, you know, where's the potential, you know? Where's, like, the, I don't know. Is he too old, maybe? I don't know. Anyways, enough talk about football. Yeah, leave a comment below. I mean, just kidding. There's no comment. But um, yeah. Oh yeah. And hey, you know what else happened to me? I was at Maps. Ooh. And I'm sure you're thinking, Keen, don't you have like a funny little story about Maps? Well, I guess so. But I was going to tell you about my trip to Maps anyways. 
So the name of this podcast, I'm just I'm just gonna put it out right now. It's gonna be called um, <laughs> Maps Two: Colin the Return. And I I will don't worry, guys. I will I will tell you all about this. So I go back to Maps. You know, so I talk to my recruiter first. You know. So that he can kind of fill me in on like stuff there, even though I was kind of already there. But that's okay. He was just, that's just his job, you know. And I've said this before that um, kind of when I was, when I went to MEPS the first time, I just, I was a little iffy about my decision to Air Force. And I don't think that's a bad thing, okay? You know, it's a big life decision, all right? And I was just kind of uh, thinking about it, you know, processing it. I think that's the good word. I was basically just processing things. It was like, is this, is it worth it? Or, you know, can I can I make it in life without it? You know, which can be true. But, you know, I, I feel more confident about joining Air Force now. And some people are going to me. They're like, why are you, you, know, why are you going if you don't want to? And I'm like, I do want to go. <laughs> I do want to go. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. I'm excited for what opportunities I'm going to have there. I'm going to get a nice job. I'm going to have time to do the things I'm passionate about, like music and art. And I'm going to have a good old house with nice, some nice interior decorating. I'm going to invite people there. Oh my, I'm so excited for that. Like just to have a house where people can just show up, you know, maybe a little cheese, a little wine, some chocolate milk. Because <laughs> that's a good mixture, wine and chocolate milk. No, but really, I feel like that'd be so fun just to have people over at like this house, you know? I don't know, I'm excited, okay? And I even, you know, and if I wanted to go to school, I can, you know? And I know that it's possible that Biden might make college free, which I'm like wondering like what will be the case with like <coughs> veterans. <laughs> they want to go to school you know like i don't know is it really gonna be free i feel like it's just gonna bite us in the butt okay either through taxes or inflation is just going to rise so like we're gonna be you know college is gonna be free but it's gonna you know a gallon of milk is gonna be like eight dollars which is you know because we got to make up for the amount of money we lose because you know we take thousands of dollars you know, from kids to like, I don't know, boost the economy or something. Whoa, speaking of economy, sorry if that was loud, but I am so, (coughs) I am so happy with the internet. And usually that's rare, right? Because, you know, I see stuff like, you know, different, you know, opinions that aren't my own. And I think, what is wrong with you? And then I'm, then I feel doubt of the world. (laughs) No, I'm like only half kidding at that, but like the fact that a bunch of internet people got together and just bought a bunch of stock so that the rich elites lose money. It's just so, I just love it. I love it. We gotta, you know, we gotta take these rich elites and we gotta, we gotta burn them down. Metaphorically, not physically. I wouldn't condone violence, guys. I would only condone violence if it benefits me, you know. Oh, oh. Just like woke people out there. Anyways. <laughs> no, I think it's really... It's just... It's funny to me that 
you know, we we strive so much to like like defeat the 1% and like these rich elites that have control over everything. And basically all it took was a Reddit page and they just bought a bunch of stocks in GameStop. I don't know, it's just like now we know, <laughs> you know? It's um and here I I've I've found a couple of Instagram pictures that were that was explaining what happened because um the whole time it was going on during the day I was so confused. I didn't I didn't know what was going on. And then there was a bunch of memes circling around that you would only understand if you understood what was going on. And I'm thinking like what where where was the memo? I missed the memo. And so here's here's the thing. Uh a bunch of monkeys, right? Are buying bananas. And so um, maybe maybe it's like five dollars for a banana, right? And so then a bunch of snakes come along, right? And these snakes, they're devious, okay? Uh, and then they they like buy the bananas, but then they mark them and like sell them for more. So let's say like ten dollars, and then they make a, a profit off of the difference, which is called shorting, apparently correct me if I'm wrong and so this is like a typical um I guess trend in stock marketing um but basically the monkeys who were buying the bananas found out that these snakes were shorting and so they bought a bunch of bananas uh so many bananas that the snakes couldn't buy any more bananas unless they bought the bananas from the monkeys and this is <clears throat> And that's what happened. GameStop, GameStop, yeah, that's what, I'm pronouncing it right. It's going up even now. <coughs> what is wrong with my throat? Hold on. <coughs> Anyways, so, I, and I, I, I was trying to log into um, to my Ameritrade because I wanted to get in on that. I want to earn some money, you know, get all the boys together and increase the economy. But, um... By the time I was able to log in to my Ameritrade, it was too much. So, like, in the morning, I remember this. It was, like, one ninety five a share. And then by the time I got home from work, it was, like, three fourteen. I'm like, wow. Absolutely insane. You know? And I, I commend these Reddit boys. I'm very proud of them. And they, like, even bumped up uh, stock from AMC and, I think, Build-A-Bear and, like, Twizzler and Nokia and blockbuster that's so you know it's i think it's wholesome wholesome hour um let's get that upvote <laughs> anyways i know i'm i'm trying to talk about my trip to meps uh, but i completely got sidetracked so anyways uh i do go there i go over there and i take the test and i have been studying and you know usually and this this was at school right i would just i wouldn't really study and I would just ace the test anyways, because I was so, so cool. Uh, <laughs> I even, like, I even, like, didn't do, like, math homework. Uh, and I would still get, like, a B. Just because, like, I took notes, you know. And I, you just kind of learn while you while in class. And they're like, okay, homework. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, and then in, like, an English class, you know how they have, like, those word books? And you have to, like do like a word spelling test or something i didn't even do those and i think in english i would get like a c so um 
take it from me. Don't do what I did. Do your homework, guys, please, and eat your vegetables. So anyways, so not studying. I mean, I studied a little, but it wasn't like the kind of studying that really helped me. So when I went there the first time, I didn't score very well. You know, I got I got a 69 in electrical. Uh, I got like a 60 in admin, I think. Um, let's see what else. No, no, and I and I scored like really really low in mechanical and general, which I did not, which I did not want, which made me only uh, um, what's it what's it say? It only qualified me for like five jobs, and so I'm like, well, I think I should probably retake the test. And so I I was studying a bunch. And, um, oh, I just got a text early in my years. Okay. No, I'm just trying to ignore that anyways. So I go to MEPS and I retake the test and, uh, I'm happy to say that I got a better score, Woo! uh, which is really nice. I think my overall score was like a 54 or something like that. Uh, I managed to bump it up to 69. So I'm really happy with my uh, my score. Now I qualify for a lot more jobs, um, and now I can actually, you know, I, now I can actually find some jobs I like. You know, um, client system sounds uh, fun to me. It's like an IT guy thing, but I think that would really branch me off in like different jobs. It's very broad. I think it would really help uh, find like a good career. And if not, you know, there's always also like aircraft mechanics or electrical mechanics, stuff like that. I have a lot of jobs for that. So I got to pick nine jobs. And so, you know, at first I could like only barely pick like two jobs that I would kind of sort of want. But now it's like, okay, now I got like two or three jobs. So yay. And then I could just be like, uh, this one, this one, this one. So um, anyways, I go over to MEPS. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because... My, my first experience at MEPS, there was, you know, there was, you know, at MEPS, you're going to get yelled at kind of, okay? There's, uh, they're going to, they're kind of going to be rude, but don't take it personally, right? And so, you know, you just go in with the expectation of you're just going to be like, yes, sir, uh, you know, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and you're, and you'll be fine, okay? They're just, they do it to everybody. You're not special. So when you're yelled at, you know, it's not to you. It's just just to your clueless uh, decisions. And I, uh, and well, I did get yelled at a little bit over there, but that's that's until later in the in the story, okay? But anyways, second time coming, I don't know if it was because there was less staff, b- because everyone else, everyone seemed pretty chill, and I was surprised. I'm thinking like, why am I not getting yelled at? Why am I not getting insulted right now? I need you to insult me. No, just kidding. Anyways, so I was like feeling pretty good, you know, which, you know, I, I should know that that won't be the case going into BMT, of course. But the moment I was just, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'll still say my yes sirs, no sirs, um, just to exercise that my discipline. Cause I don't want it to be like, Hey bra, Hey dude. And <laughs> they'll be like, shut up. And, you know, um, Anyway, so, uh, let's see what happened. So I took the test, right. Um, there, there was a, a little bit of more waiting because there was something up with like my fingerprints or something and they had to like, up, like they didn't have some of my paperwork. So I had to wait. 
and you know and they have like tvs and they have channels and people are flipping through them and uh so i'm like with a couple of guys and we're just like bro where we watch and so we're we're flipping through the channels um they didn't even have dr phil i i really wanted to watch dr phil but i guess they didn't have the channel which is okay so um we all put on the cleveland show instead <laughs> and you know i wouldn't watch cleveland show you know or like family guy like personally uh i don't think they're like that funny and uh but like there was like i only watched like a little bit before i was finally called in to be able to take my test but there was this like a cutaway joke on the cleveland show where like cleveland is receiving an oscar award and he's like so emotional in the moment he's like ah. you know i can't do it i can't do the joke justice but maybe if you look it up like cleveland wins an oscar you'll see the clip and i thought it was really funny and like and so i'm kind of like laughing to myself but i was laughing like a little more than usual and i didn't want people to think that i like absolutely love the cleveland show you know so I'm trying to hold back my laughter just a little bit. But it's just, I was laughing because the jokes are so stupid. You know, like, I don't know. I just love stupid jokes, you know? They just they just give me joy. So, uh, good job, Cleveland Show. You made me laugh once. Um, good job. So anyways, I go and take the test. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I do a good uh, I do a good job, and I'm, f- I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling great. And so I go back to my hotel, you know, I uh, I get some chicken tenders because when you're at the the hotel, you know, for for dinner you have like a little menu and you get to choose which kind of menu you get to have. So like one of them is you can get a little cheeseburger, with, uh, fries, or you can get chicken tenders, or you can get penne pasta, or uh, you know that kind of stuff. And so I had the burger last time, so I got the uh, the chicken tenders. And I would say the burger was a lot tastier than the chicken tenders. So knowing that, you know, and they and they had like little cookies in the bag and that was pretty nice. And I was watching uh, the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I was just watching these shows that like I've never really like sat down to watch for myself. Uh, but Big Bang Theory, I could see myself like turning off my brain to watching that. You know, I think I think it's good to have a sitcom like that. You know, if you have if if you have a, there's Fresh Prince of Bel Air where it's like a really funny sitcom and they also deal with like deep issues, which is really nice. But then also having a show like Big Bang Theory, you know, just be like, I don't know, kind of silly, which I think is good too. You know, I I feel like one show that doesn't do good in like that kind of realm is Superstore. I watched like the first two seasons on Hulu and there was only like one episode where I was like laughing at. But then like they keep advertising themselves as being really woke and there's like we tackle serious issues like immigration and and I'm like okay, that's fine, but like, you know, there's got to be a balance, okay? I don't know. And they were like being too preachy. Just like so I'm like sitting there feeling guilt about things I never think about, you know, where it's like, I'm not that. Leave me alone. I don't know. Whatever. And so then, you know, Superstore, I mean, you, I guess you could watch it. I feel like all of the arcs, all of the character arcs in this show, they re- get resolved too quickly because, you know, spoilers, the main characters are in love and they bang and, uh, and then that was like the season finale. But it's like the entire show was building up to that moment, right? 
So like once you have that moment now, it's like, what, what are you going to do afterwards? It's almost like when Michael left the office in season seven. After that, it's like, well, what, what else do you have? And although I do find those seasons like not terrible, they are, they're definitely not like the best seasons of the office. Okay. So I don't know. It's just have a good balance. That's all I'm saying. Look at me being like the show critic over here. You never, you, you never uh, directed a show. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know how to make a good show. You don't know. Maybe I do. I mean, there's critics for a reason. You know, I give Superstore a three out of ten. No, not really. I don't know. I never like went back after that like season finale because I know that there's probably like another season but it was just boring I don't know it's just they didn't really make a lot of risks I guess stop phone stop vibrating you keep distracting me from my podcast can't do that anyways so like I said so I'm I'm, I'm watching some big bang theory and I go to bed at like nine o'clock um because we, we got to get up at like four but see what I did was I set up a previous alarm for like 3.30. But uh, I, I set up an alarm so that I would have like a good amount of sleep. But the thing was like it's so weird because those hotel beds, they look really comfortable. But honestly, like I wasn't I wasn't very comfortable. It just felt weird. Like, uh, you know, like a Cadbury egg, like fitting that into like a, a triangle peg. You know, it just doesn't fit. You know, like I, I'd rather sleep in like my own bed and like the, the mattress is too hard, I think over there. And like, it's too, it's too high up, you know? And, and like, they have like four pillows there, but like the pillows aren't big enough to kind of support your, like your head and shoulders. So you have to have like two, I guess. But like you, when you rest your head, your head falls between like the two ends of the pillow. So you have to move the pillow formation it's like, why, how do people sleep with four pillars? I feel like that's going to hurt your neck. I only I only need like one or two, you know? Why well, only you, you even use one, you know? Got to rest my head kind of 90 degrees so I'm not cranking my neck. But anyways, but I did sleep okay. You know, I, I like woke up a like maybe twice in the night. And then like eventually there was the point where I'm like sleeping, kind of waiting for the alarm to get you know, to to sound so that I can get up. You know, you ever have that? I I kind of like those because you know you get a little more uh, a little more sleep and so um yeah. Anyways, so it's five in the morning, right? We're like at Maps. They call us in. Um, they're pretty chill still, um, which is really cool. But the thing was, like, I already. Like, I had my composure, you know? I wasn't flustered, so it's like... I would have wished to use my my composure to kind of, like, conflict the, the, the aggressiveness of the people. So that I can, like, know for myself that I'm disciplined and I can, like, take it, you know? But it didn't, like, happen, so they were, like, really chill. And so, anyways... Um, so the first time I went to MEPS, I, uh, I already did my vision and my hearing and my blood draw and my um, drug test. And so since I already did that, they were just like, okay, cool, you can just go and sit over there and then uh, you're, you'll complete your physical. And I'm like, sweet. 
And so, like, the group I was in, I was able to skip all that. And, um, and then they all had to go to one of the rooms to, like, get situated on uh, what was going to happen throughout the day. And so I'm, like, leaving them, like, ha <laughs> And so uh, I go and I take my physical. Um, this is so funny because um, back when I was at MAPS the first time, you know, the, the group, when they went over into that room to go over things, that's also where you have to kind of um, check off boxes where, like, um, you know, of stuff that um, you haven't mentioned before. But here's the thing. if Once you give them new information, they send you home. So, you know, usually you just got to give your recruiter, like, everything that you know so that when you go to MEPS, they don't send you home for something new, you know. So, unfortunately, that happened to me, you know. Because I didn't think that it was important to mention that I had, like, arm pimples and then they sent me back. So, whatever. I took care of it. I just applied lotion. And that was basically it. So, I, I went back, you know. And so, I felt as though I had nothing else to kind of uh, say to them, right? But then this this uh, this doctor, you know, he did my physical. He, uh, you know, I'm a guy. So, he looked at my, uh, 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 anyways, um... But also, that's not bad at all either. You know, they look at your butt, but it's like two nanoseconds. It's not bad at all. I think the thing is that they they kind of uh, uh, take put things like out of proportion kind of. So like you can be nervous about it, but it's really nothing. I think you're good. You're good. Even like the gas chamber. Like apparently we're not doing it because of COVID. But uh, my dad explained that like he did it, but it wasn't it wasn't bad at all for him. So I trust him, you know. Anyways. So the doctor's going through my papers. And so he's like, hmm, so tell me about your depression. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I do not have depression, sir. And then he was like, well, you marked off over here saying that you've had depression every day for two weeks. And I'm like, oh, and in my head, I'm like, oh, I checked that off the first time I was here great ah oh, and it was like i completely forgot that i checked off that box and so i'm just like uh, i do not recall writing that down sir um because i didn't until that moment i was like shoot and so anyways now they sent me they did send me home because of that so i didn't get sworn in ah oh, which i'm kind of like i'm i'm disappointed in my past self why did you do that keen why did you write that you had clinical depression you don't have clinical depression see i misinterpreted the question because at that time i was kind of like i was having cold feet about uh the military right and so um in that moment i was just kind of feeling a little existential and so when that question was there and you know how depression that word is is you know thrown around a lot so i'm just like well you know i guess i've been a little down every now and then so i i checked it off not thinking that you know they were actually talking about clinical depression oh and so <laughs> they think i they think i may have some form of that but i talked to the medical admin lady who i spoke with about my arm pimples back then i was just like um i was just feeling this and this and this i don't have clinical depression you know i don't have that i was just feeling down but i feel very confident in myself now and i'm ready to you know got sworn in and so uh and she's looking through my stuff and she's like okay well well we do still want you to get consulted by a you know psychiatric consultant and so we'll 
you know, we'll schedule you to get consulted and then we'll schedule you to get sworn in. So everything went well except for that. And so, but the good news is that I got everything done except having to get sworn in. And then after that, that's when, you know, you kind of go over your jobs and you pick the nine and then you wait for a job contract. And um, yeah, and then you get shipped out. And actually, um, one of my friends is shipping out tomorrow. So I'm trying, I'm gonna spend that, some time with him uh, today uh, before he leaves. But I'm very happy for him and his decision. I think he's gonna do great. And so, um, anyways, oh yeah, remember the, the pee lady I was talking about in my first episode? You know, I did kind of exaggerate. You know, she wasn't a complete jerk. She was just kind of, you know, I just didn't like that she, she was the one that pointed out my arm pimples that sent me home. I didn't like that. But as I was waiting for the physical, I faintly heard the sound of Tasha Cobbs and Israel Houghton. I was like, oh, it's the pee lady. And in that moment, you know, listening to those songs, I felt a little better too, which was nice. You know, sometimes worship songs, they do something to you. You know, you know they, they, it's like they invite someone or something. <laughs> Anyways, so um, after I did the physical with the doctor, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't get sworn in unless this and this. I'm like, great. And so um, usually what happens after that is you do the physical exercises. So... Um, you kind of, uh, you're in your, your boxers. You don't have to like wear whitey tidies or anything. It just, you, you can just wear boxers. And so, um, I'm in there, but usually you do it with a group, right? But since the other group is taking so long, they were like, ah, should we, uh, wait until the other group comes along or should we just have him, you know, send, send him on his way. And so they were like, ah, let's just get it over with. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, yes, because a lot of meps is like waiting and it's annoying so i did the thing but i did it by myself which is like interesting but so i did like the duck walk and i guess i passed so yay um so yeah i feel pretty good and so then the doctor was like hey okay um so you just you're just gonna sit uh across from the desk over here and so i then i do i sit over there uh but here's what happened guys here's what happened so they have a water fountain there and there's like cups and so like you can go and grab a cup of water but it can only be one and i was really thirsty my mouth was like insanely dry at that time so i wanted to go and get a drink of water and so i put my papers on my chair to kind of mark it you know because like i'm sitting here i go in line to get like a drink and then one of the doctors see here's the thing she was like you know everyone was pretty chill but she was kind of like less chill like way less chill than the others um and she was just like um uh, where are you and then what why are you texting me okay i'm sorry sorry i got a text from someone oh anyways so she was just like um whose papers are these at this desk and i was just like uh that's mine ma'am uh she was just like um why are you doing not out you know what are you doing not in your seat um and then i was just explaining like oh the physical doctor uh, sent me here. I was just um, waiting for him to come up and call me. Um, I sh probably should have told her I was getting some water. But that's what I was doing. And then, but she was just she like cut me off. She's like, oh no, I know who I know what you're, 
um, you know, where are you going next, Mr. Fulton? Uh, I want you you go sit over there. And she was like kind of rude about it and I didn't like it. But so I sat down, not getting a drink of water. That's all I wanted. I just wanted a drink of water. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was fine. Like I got over it because she was yelling at everyone else. So it's nice, you know? Um, I wouldn't say she's a terrible person, actually. I was just surprised at the lack of chill when everyone else was chill. Uh, but I probably should have warned myself that that would happen. But anyways, I go and that's when I go and sit with the, the health admin lady and explain myself. And then they sent me home, um, which was pretty early. I like got home at like 10 a.m., which was really nice. And so I was just, just able to relax. And now uh, I don't have to study like every night for the, for a week. Maybe I can actually like, I don't know. Well, I do want to exercise a little bit. I'm trying to do a certain amount of push-ups and sit-ups in a minute. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Anyways, so that's what happened at MEPS. Um, I'm, I feel really nice about everything. Uh, but basically, it's just a waiting game. And so I'm waiting for them to schedule my consultant uh, thing. And then uh, and then after that, I go and I... I'll explain to them that I really misinterpreted the question and I don't have clinical depression. Because I, I feel like you probably know if you have clinical depression that you would say it. But since I don't know, then I probably don't or never had have clinical depression. Um, so, oh yeah. So that was my MAPS experience too, calling the return. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll, <laughs> I, I'm going back there so it'll be like, MEPS 3, the conclusion, you know, the final chapter. And then I can go to BMT and stuff. And yeah, I just, man, I feel really great about this decision. I'm really glad that I'm, I'm really glad that I'm happy about this decision. So, um, it's going to be great guys. If you're thinking about joining, you know, well, go for it, bros. Well, anyways, I'm going to, uh, what's it called? take a little break yeah there you go here's a little break for you <laughs> you get to hear that same uh, uh <laughs> advertisement again or maybe not maybe you're just hearing like the little jingle at the end but uh hey guys i'm uh i'm back you know in my room it's 11 clock at night <laughs> I don't really know what else I'm gonna talk about see that's the problem see this is the problem because you know this podcast it's really nice right but it's also just me so I don't really have <laughs> someone else to exchange ideals and my quirkiness to them and they can you know also share their quirkiness and we can kind of Go on, a, go on a little duo kind of thing, but that's not that's not for this episode. But that's okay, you know. I think, in a way, it challenges me. You know, this is like, it's like every episode of the Peachy Cast is like my own little comedy stand-up, and you guys are hearing me on this metaphorical stage, either be a little successful or completely bomb. But that's okay. You know, I I sincerely hope that someone 
sees this podcast and makes a Tumblr blog about it. You know, I don't know why that makes me happy. Just like people on Tumblr talking about my podcast. If that ever happens. But, you know, I find it really wholesome the way that people on Tumblr comment on, like, really anything. I I really find it amusing. And sometimes there's a lot of hidden comedic gems in Tumblr comments. But, although the cause to that is sometimes it's just really geeky, you know? Just a little cheesy. That's okay. That's alright. So, um, well, man, see, see, now I'm having a little bit of a hard time trying to <laughs> figure out what else to say. I mean, I did talk about a lot of stuff. Super Bowl, the stocks, my trip to MEPS, which I'm very happy for, my friend going to Air Force tomorrow, actually going to the hotel to stay the night, and then I assume he's going to the airport in the morning. Woohoo! But, yeah. I mean, I haven't done a lot today. You know, after my first recording, I basically went home and I I watched a bunch of Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, which was really nice, you know, because, I mean, I watched a bunch of the arcs like the ones that I already really liked. Um, but then I try to go back to certain episodes I haven't seen, like certain arcs. Because basically what the show is, is um, each season has like a couple of arcs. And these arcs, they're like four episodes long or maybe three or two. But they're little small stories in between uh, other stories. But um, yeah, I just... I started watching some that seemed you know pretty good and they were it's a really entertaining show uh and i just got done watching the one where uh an entire uh race is being sold into slavery by these igerians which are these uh slavers that was a pretty crazy episode well episode arc the fact that they put like that kind of like issue in that show is like I mean like good job like the way that they tackled it um and the way that it was so realistic was kind of like surprising to me um yeah it was it was a little it was really sad and uh yeah guys um I don't know if I really have to tell you this but slavery is wrong so um <laughs> Just don't do it. It's not a good thing. Not a good thing. But, um, yeah, and then, oh, and then I played some good old Monopoly with my family. And I won, of course. Uh, see, here, here's the thing about Monopoly. You need to get Baltic and Mediterranean. Is that what they're called? You gotta get the browns, okay? It's easy. It's easy, okay? Easy money. You know, it's it's so easy to buy the houses there. It's a piece of cake. And it's, it's even better bonus if you have the light blues, too. Um, because that's really nice, too. But, you know, I didn't have those, unfortunately. But I did, what I did have was the browns. And then I had the reds. I got those monopolies. And I, I managed to get hotels and all of them. And that's what got me to win against my brother and my 
stepsister. I, uh, I, 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 uh, milked them dry. Okay, I guess you could say I was a, I was a rich elite today. And, uh, I have no regrets. <laughs> uh, Monopoly is such, well, I mean, it's like a, it's a fun game when you know that you're winning. Not so much when you're losing. And that's all I can say about that. But, um, man, I'm really just, I'm just, I'm get, just, 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 just getting a little sleepy, guys. I know that I should probably say at least one more thing to kind of set this second half of the podcast in a mood, big old mood. Here's what we're going to do. This is going to be a bit of some truth or dare, except it's mostly going to be truth. Just be, just so that you guys know a little bit more about me. So, I'm going to bring up this website here. Okay, here we go. The first question says, what is your biggest pet peeve? And I think as of now, my biggest pet peeve would be people that are behind you in the passing lane who are trying to get in front of you. But even though they're trying to get in front of you, like, it's obvious that they don't need to, you know? Because there's cars in front of you also. Because the passing lane is full of other cars. What annoys me is that they feel as though they should be in front of me when traffic isn't going to change in their favor at all, no matter where they're at. Or even um, cars that, like... Even this happened, like, two days ago. Here's the thing. Where I'm at, traffic is insane. It annoys me so much. And, like, I don't know. People like taking the risks on the highway. And, uh, I get mad. I get mad. I think I get, I become the angriest on the road because there's actual idiots out there that think their consequences, uh you know, don't happen when they're doing their thing. Literally, I'm in the passing lane, okay? And I'm going like 90. I'm going really fast. That's like uh, that's like 20, you know, above the speed limit. And I'm passing cars because I'm in the passing lane. And so then there's this guy, right? And he's behind me. He's driving a white car and it's got a spoiler on it. So it's probably some white dude that thinks he's got a... Uh, Maybe he maybe he thinks he got a nice body or something, but he actually doesn't. I don't I don't know why I came to that conclusion. Anyways, so it's me. I come I'm kind of going as fast as I can because there's a car in front of me, right? And then on the cruise lane, there's a truck. You know, like the big, the big. Uh, it's it's the trucks that are bigger than like the box truck, right? So this white spoiler uh, car. Uh, tried to, like, go in front of me, but, you know, but the truck is in the way, so he, like, squeezed by, almost hitting me, which made me very upset. I kept my composure, of course, but I, I honked at him for a long time, you know, it was boop, 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 and then he, he, you know, drove off like an absolute maniac it's just 
Stuff like that makes me really angry. And I'm not yelling right now because I'm trying to keep a, keep, keep a little quiet. But that's my biggest pet peeve. Just idiots on the highway. Alright, that's the <laughs> that's the first question. Number two, are you a dog person or a cat person and why? Oh, I'm both. Because I like dogs and I like cats. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why. Three, what is your favorite board game? Well, you know, honestly, I, I think it's got to be Monopoly. Because it's so... You know, it it does it never gets old, you know. I guess maybe that's just because I rarely play it, but I think it's fun. Okay, number four. What is the weirdest thing that you have ever eaten? Oh, oh yeah, I know this one. Uh, cow stomach. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yeah, my my uh, my stepmother a long long time ago. Uh, made some, and, uh, it was very chewy. Here's the thing, she put it in, like, a broth so that it would kind of soak the, you know, soak in the broth and make it taste good, but, um, honestly, I, I did not like it very well, just because, like, you had to chew for a long time just to, uh, feel comfortable to swallow it, um, if I were to try it again, I probably wouldn't try it again. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you most self-conscious about? Hmm. I guess it's kind of hard to admit this, but I guess I'm kind of self-conscious about how I look in front of people. You know, I, I make an effort to look nice and, like, dress how I dress, you know? Like, uh, if I'm ever going to, like, an outing, I want to make sure I look really fly. You know, whether it's, like, a sweater along with, like, a jean jacket or, like, a bright colored shirts. Yeah, I guess so. Or, like, I guess I would also be self-conscious about, like, um, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm attention-seeking, but I would just like attention. I just don't want to, you know... Make it obvious that I'm seeking attention. <laughs> that sounds uh, sad, but no, you know, don't you wish that you were complimented, you know, every once in a while? That'd be nice, you know? I'm not saying I'm not. It's just, you know, it's nice. So then you could be like, oh, hey, that, you know, that's a nice outfit. And then I'll say, hey, thanks. How, how are you? And then, and then. <laughs> Yeah, okay, whatever. Mm. Is that a good answer? What are you most self-conscious about? Looking my best for others. Yeah? Yeah, I, I'd say that's my answer. Okay. Number 10, what is the scariest dream that you've ever had? Hmm. You know, I... Huh. I've had... I've had, well, uh, do I want to say it's the scariest? They were definitely the most, like, impacting because I still remember them. But the first one, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with like the first one that comes to my mind, um, and this one was so weird, and 
but it's so weird because of the fact that it was it's so simple but basically i um this was when i was like seven or eight or ten years old around that age group but i had a dream that i'm like laying down in this like in this like darkness right and i'm just kind of laying down kind of like if i'm in my bed but um I don't know. I wonder if it was more of like a lucid dream. But basically, I'm just like laying down. And I'm not really moving. But there's these giant like shapes. Kind of like slowly approaching me. And then, and then passing by me. Like some are like cubes. Some are spheres. Some are rectangles. Just these like white objects these white shapes and they were just yeah just circles and squares and stuff and like and I'm like crying because of like for some reason it was like really frightening to me even though they were shapes and like I woke up and I'm like sweating and I was like what the heck is going on so that's like the I'd say that's the scariest dream because I've never woken up in a and like a cold sweat like that before like never like since then usually like if i've had a bad dream um i don't know it's just it's not bad there's actually a point where i would have like weird nightmares where like i would get jump scared and i'd like wake up and um you know wow you know i'd wake up in like a panic but then i fall back asleep i wonder if that was like an attack on me by like the spiritual world that's my phone vibrating but any but after that i just like prayed against those dreams and then i would sleep fine so uh that's how you do it guys through the power of jesus um but yeah the second dream i remember having stop vibrating phone um this was actually <laughs> so remember when slender man was a huge thing now, me being young and naive and kind of not understanding that some things on the internet are not true, but I actually thought that Slender Man was like sort of real, kind of like a cryptic beast like Bigfoot or um, the Loch Ness Monster. I just kind of like had like a gut feeling is like maybe he's real, you know, and maybe he's you know, gonna find me in some way, and so, like, um, but it also kind of fascinated me, because, um, I was so curious of, like, what it would, how it would be if, like, you actually would see <laughs> someone, someone like Slender Man, like, how he has, doesn't have a face, but, like, apparently, when you look at it, you know, based on the creepy pasta, which is the definition of these stories, uh, like, you, your worst fears are imagined when you see it. So, my curiousness was like, I wonder what I would see if I would look at Slender Man. And so, sometimes, like, if we're driving at night, I kind of peek, I, I kind of look out the window and try and see if I can, like, spot him in some weird way, you know? Um, and I remember having this one dream where I'm, like, walking around my, one of my old church buildings, you know, that I grew up in. And then at the end of the hallway, there was, uh, there was him. There was the good old Slender boy. And then, um, I was, like, frightened 
but like I didn't jolt awake like everything went fuzzy and then like the dream slowly faded out into waking up kind of it was weird but you know obviously he's not real guys uh so there's nothing to worry about so yeah that was me I was being a little uh weird you know but I was I was into all that stuff when I was when I was little I would uh rent out this book that would talk about all the I think it's called oh what's it called is it cryptzoologist I'm gonna look that up but I think cryptzoology which is like the study of like fascinating uh beasts and stuff hidden animals you know and there's a lot you know like the jersey devil and the chupacabra and you know bigfoot and Loch Ness monster and uh even like other Loch Ness monsters like chessie and there's so many and like there was this book that would talk about all of them in the school library and i would look through it uh and there were so many and i was like wow like i wonder like what they are you know, because I, I, I wonder if, like, there actually are animals that we just haven't discovered yet. I think it's totally possible. But, um, anyways, coming back from that eh, rabbit hole, I'm going to look through this list again. Why did you break up with your last boyfriend or girlfriend? Oh, boy. Uh, that's a long answer. And it was mutual, guys. It was mutual. You know, I might just save that for my next podcast episode. Not that I really want to bring bring light to it. I, well, I mean, hmm. You know what I think? I I think for someone to grow as a person. It'd be good for them to be in a relationship and then get broken up with. Because it, like, really helps you grow as a person. At least for me. You know, you get a choice. You you know, you either, like, live through that, like, you know, oh, like, never getting over the person. Or you just pick yourself up and you become, like, the most awesome person. See, here's the thing. Like, post-breakup me, I feel like was, like, super cool. Well, still, still is, alright, you know, I, um, but I, like, learned stuff from it, you know, that I probably wouldn't have learned if I didn't go through all that stuff, which is, of course, my broken record of how our hardships help us learn who we are, but it's true, especially, especially with relationships, um, because you're kind of more... You're kind of at your most vulnerable place, um, being with someone, you know, and I, I haven't even been with a lot of people. My, like my longest relationship was like four months. Uh, so, you know, but, um, I don't think that really matters. You know, relationships are like so different, you know, someone could get married in like two weeks and be with that person forever or someone could know someone for three years, marry them, and then divorce after the year. Our relationships are so different and unique from each other. So, you know, whichever kind of relationship you've been with, been in, 
you know, um, there's different things that we learn about ourselves, about other people, about what to do and what not to do. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly, isn't it, is it weird that I'm grateful that I got like hurt, you know? And I'm not saying that this person I was with was a bad person because to be honest, um, I did some things that hurt her too, you know? Um, and you know, it actually took a little bit for me to realize that there were, there were certain things that, uh, I was at fault for. And I, you know, I held like this grudge, you know, I, it was so hard for me to get over like our mutual like break, you know, which eventually led to just not going back together. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I hated her at, at a point, which is definitely not good. You don't want to do that. Um, but I couldn't help it. I just felt like so much anger because it didn't seem fair. Um, but then upon realizing that, like, wait a minute, I was being an idiot too. You know, well, no, I'm not saying she was too. I'm just saying I was being an idiot on various occasions. And so, um, wow, I thought I was going to not talk about this, but I really am. I'm, I might talk into more length next podcast, but um, honestly, you just got to look at your own faults, okay? You can't look at the other person's faults without looking at yours, you know, because that doesn't help you grow as a person, of course. But uh, anyways, well... I'm not gonna, I don't want to, like, give it too much attention. Not, like, that she would, like, listen, but it's not like I want to make, I don't know, take something like that, something really personal onto a podcast. But, uh, maybe later on, you know? Uh, I mean, this was a long time ago, so it might be okay. But, uh, if I do talk about it, it's just I don't mean anything against... Uh, you know, that the significant other, because uh, I'm honestly happy for her, you know, um, and I have no ill will towards her anymore. I don't hate her, which is really good because that would have been really bad if I just kept being in that place of unforgive uh, unforgiveness. Yeah, that's how I'm saying it, right? Well, because if you're living in unforgiveness against someone, then, I don't know, you're just kind of living as a hypocrite, you know? Because there's things that you probably have done that people have forgiven you for. So if you're just going to not forgive someone, then why do you think that you're worth forgiving? But the thing is, you are worth forgiving. And so is this person, you know? You can't keep holding a grudge because... It actually doesn't even help, you know. It it only it only makes you feel worse. Okay, what well, I remember uh, something someone once said, and I forget who it was, but it was like um, holding a grudge is like drinking poison, expecting the other person to get hurt. But 
the thing is that poison that you're drinking hurts you and not that other person um and you just gotta let go sometimes um and you just have to forgive even if it's hard you know even if they don't even apologize but forgiveness is that first step to growth um I think into any kind of growth because whatever you go through it's like the first thing you have to do is forgive yourself because we tend to we tend to think of ourselves as our greatest enemy we um tend to get disappointed in ourselves because we think that we could have done something better but it's something that you can't change you know the only thing you can do is look to the future and see what you can change about yourself to help yourself get better, to help yourself grow in God. Um, woo, look at me being all preachy, but I hope, you know, and this is something we all eventually learn to realize the more we're with relationships, whether it's a with a significant other or if it's friends or family. Um, so yeah, but the good thing about it is that you do grow and you learn things and you build relationships and, uh, that's beautiful. Well, anyways, guys, I think I'm going to end on that happy note and I will see you guys next week. I really want to get like guests on here, like maybe my good old friends and stuff. That'd be really nice. Uh... So I might try and get that situated. But, you know. <laughs> don't, uh, don't give it a second thought. Because then, when it does happen, you'll be super surprised. You'll be like, oh, I didn't think about this since he actually told me to not think about it. And now it's here. Yay. Keen's friends on here. Maybe I should, like, give them, like, anonymous names. Like, I'll name one Fish Sticks. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> we're inviting fish sticks on again. And you guys will be like, yay. But anyways, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Uh, be happy, be healthy. <laughs> Eat your cereal. Eat it. Eat it, guys. Eat the cereal. Why aren't you eating the cereal? Hey, this has been the Peachy Keen Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, I think, and a lot more, all thanks to Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. If you want updates on podcast episode releases, you can follow the podcast Instagram page at Peachy Keen Podcast, Snow Spaces, and you know how I spell peachy, right? With the I-E at the end, but trust me, I know how to really spell it. It just looks cool that way. And maybe maybe some people out there think it's the most uncool way to purposefully misspell a name. Well, you could just leave me alone. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting off track. I also have a podcast Twitter page at Peachy Pod. Peachy Pod, right? If you don't have Instagram uh, for episode release updates too. And if you like me <laughs> and want more of me, I have a YouTube account called Peachy Keen where I'll have either something wacky like drinking pilk or uh, playing some kind of video game or making a little movie review. 
You can also watch me stream games via Twitch at peachy underscore keen. And if you follow the account, it lets you know when I'm streaming games like Skyrim, maybe, or Fortnite, cringe, Nintendo stuff, anything I just like to play. I was just playing Spyro the other day. Man, brings me back, right? So anyways, guys, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And uh, as always, stay peachy.